What's up, everybody? This is Zach. And Amy. Shad. And Judah. For Be A Light, we hope that you've been having a fantastic week. We're going to have an awesome episode. Yes. We're talking about the purpose of the cross. And man, it's it's lit, fam. Oh, no. It's on <laughs> fleek, Please stop. as they would say. Uh, the bomb diggity. You're, you're too old to be saying <laughs> The bomb.com. Bomb you're okay to say that. You know, all of those things apply to this episode. Before we get into that, make sure, if you haven't already, like us, follow us, subscribe. Um, all of those things that make you do things that follow us, yes. do it. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're on YouTube, we're on all podcast services that you can yes. ever like even imagine. Check the links down below. You can see all of that. Do it, okay? Because we not only put out this show, we put out daily content. Yes. Yes. On our social medias. So check it out. Chad does an awesome job of writing. Amy does great on making content on worship and just things that God's been talking to her about. So Mondays is when Chad is posting. I post Tuesdays and Thursdays. When do you post? I post the episode <laughs> on Wednesdays. <and laughs> you, do, you do other stuff. I, I, sometimes I do other posts on Wednesdays, but I also have Saturdays. And uh, I sometimes post on that day as well. So, And then Judah sends us home uh, on Friday night. Friday, yep. So. Hangout nights. Yes. Make sure to come and and we out. have that schedule printed up. It's on our Be A Light page on Facebook. I'll mm-hmm. try to share it on Instagram as well. But that's like our we our day to day schedule yep. through the week is on our page. So check out all of those awesome things. And if you want to donate, you want to support, be a light. You're like, man, I'm getting so much good stuff out of this. You can go over to patreon.com slash be a light. Yes. Uh, we're going to be starting rolling out where episodes come out early for people to support and all Ooh. of that good stuff because we've got, we got stuff in the tank. Fancy. So I can no. start doing that. Uh, you also get early access podcast-wise and all that, all those goodies and more over there. So check it out. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, okay. Good deal. All right. Let's get into this thing. There's our, our plug, our social plug. Purpose of the cross. So Judah was the one that brought up this topic. That doesn't mean I have to start. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> okay. Um, so I wondered for a long time because, you know, you get saved. Generally, most people, it's sometimes through an emotional means, things like that. You get into it and you can get into the whole church reg- regimen where you're going to church, you you know, hear the Sunday sermon. All this stuff's well and good. You know, you got pretty much like a starter package. Um, but I started wondering, you know, I was like, because, you know, I would talk to people and they'd be like, well, I'm a good person. You know, I don't need Jesus in my younger years. So I didn't know much. I was like, that makes sense, Jesus. They sound pretty good. They don't need you. I was like, why again do we need you? And um, so I just really thought about it, just study the word. And what I've just come to learn over the years now that I've been saved, that he never, the action of the cross was never... Um, out of anger. It was never out of really out of wrath towards us. It was never out of, he just was so annoyed with us and our sin. He just needed to send Jesus. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was never an angry God. We were never just sinners that he saved by grace. You know, all these things I actually began to realize 
that when he said, let us make man in our image, the original intention that he meant that and that there was always Christ was crucified before the foundation of the world that he had us in mind to be in his image, that relationship. So you can really see the intention of the cross within the first few chapters of Genesis. Mm. He walked and had relationship with them. You know, you read, you, you read about how he let Adam name all these animals. You read about um, how he formed, you know, Eve out of Adam's womb because he saw, he saw and had that relationship. Oh, it's not good for man to be alone. So you see a God who's personal. And so you no, no longer see there's just some this dude floating in the sky who's like, oh, you know, I'll just send Jesus. But it was actually a grand, like the, the purpose of the cross was to redeem us back to his image, but to redeem us back to perfect relationship to where it's no longer contingent upon us that we're with him, but him alone. By his action, through Jesus. If one man, Adam, can enter us all into sin without us doing anything, then the same way Christ, through one man, Christ Jesus, we've all been entered into righteousness. That's why we've been given the message of reconciliation. You've been reconciled. Not come be reconciled. You've been reconciled. So, that's my little, I'll have more, but I'll let you guys jump in on this. Goodies. Yeah, I like with the cross, so many people just think of it as the symbol of Christianity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, you know, you've seen people wear necklaces, you've mm-hmm. seen T-shirts, you've seen that imagery, you know. Everywhere. Everywhere. <laughs> but the cross is where death, sin, everything lost its power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. And we have to realize that once we accept that gift from God, you know, that God literally gave his only son. Like Mm -hmm. you have, and I, who was it? Chris talking about it. Yeah, it was Chris. You literally have to step over Jesus's dead body to not get saved. Yeah. You know, to not be in that, in that relationship, the cross, you nail all your sins to it. Like after that, you're, you're free. Yeah. You're you're no longer in sin, and so many people are like, well, I got I got to get cleaned up. Yeah, I got <laughs> before I got I got to get out of the sin before I can. You can't get out of sin unless it's through the cross. Yes, yeah. and that that's a huge thing that people just need to realize is that God made this happen yes. because He knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, and He was like, all right, Jesus, this is the plan. And is it? You know, I've said it multiple times. You know, Jesus didn't. You know go through all that pain, that anguish, you know, die, go down to hell, kick everybody's butt, and then come back up to heaven just to be like, you know, I, when I forgot, the people that pick their nose. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, there's like, one saying you can't get it. <laughs> Them booger pickers. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't like condemned. that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think people need to realize that Everything's covered under the blood. Yeah. Yes. Even even those booger pickers. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord. <laughs> I think that, like, I mean, I've been a believer since I was six years old, but actually understanding the fullness mm-hmm. of the cross, what it really meant for me, took me a very long time to um, understand and believe. Um, and... I mean, that went from things that I was taught, but um, also just 
not knowing as much of the word as I thought I did. And, um, and I know, um, we were talking about this at dinner right before this episode, you know, Shad, you were saying, um, trying to remember how you worded it. I'm blanking now, but, um, Oh my god! <laughs> I'm totally blanking. Was it the Holy Spirit reveals like when somebody doesn't even know that the Holy Spirit reveals? Um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, it was well. It was more of like when you're actually hearing the truth, and that's what it was. When you're hearing the truth, and it's like you may not fully comprehend it but it's just there's just something about what you're hearing it's like you know that it's true I know I experienced that um, at different points in my life um, and but really needed it um, in these last few years um, like when I met Zach and um, the first few times I went to um, his parents church and like you know, they were like Pastor David was saying, like, um, God wants to bless you and he wants to prosper you and you can be free from these things. And I was just like, what are you talking about? Like, I really never heard it presented that way before. And it was just, I mean, not that I hadn't heard um, the word or anything like that, but it was just the fullness of the cross and what it's done for us. And the, the purpose of that being that, you know, we are saved to have this eternal life, but also that we're dead to sin and we're these new creatures and that we actually become what God intended for us in the beginning. Um, Cause when, when Adam sinned, when Adam and Eve sinned, it just, it canceled it it just it broke everything down that we were intended for um that's something that um just the idea that um because we were even created in christ it says that in multiple places um that's definitely a subject that i want to do an episode on but um and like you guys were saying from the beginning like um God had in place for us sort of this sort of fail safe um, plan and um, because God loves us and he would never force himself on us but because he loves us so much he gave his son for us Mm -hmm. and created us through him in that whenever we sinned um, I know a while back Um, when I was studying the idea of being created in Christ, which is not something that I can necessarily just understand with my human reasoning. Um, It's just kind of like, you know, I was created through God. I was created in his image and through Jesus, um, the son part of the Trinity, God somehow formed us through him and created us through him. And whenever Adam sinned in our sin, um, I, God just, he showed me this kind of 
picture of literally having Jesus' heart like ripped out from him because we are his heart and we are his children that he loves. And um, I know our pastor, Pastor David, said this one time that at the very first chance that the father told him to go and do it, he came for us. And um, because, yes, it was this painful sacrifice, but um, the word says that because of the joy set before him, the joy that he was going to gain in bringing us back to God, Jesus came and he died for us. And But it's more than just him dying for us. He came showing the Father and showing us the example in human form what it's like to walk as children of God. So it's like the purpose of the cross, there's just so much that surrounds it. And I think people have this small idea of it where it's just like, okay, Jesus, some guy named Jesus came and he died. And I think Judah, you said this um, earlier where it was like, some people don't, it's like they hear that it's like, okay, so what (laughs) if, if somebody died for my sins? I mean, even the concept of sin and what we define as sin has been kind of breaking down Mm -hmm. in our modern world, but we, we see the effects of it, mm-hmm. and I think that should, I think that communicates in itself. But, I mean, when people, when you hear the truth, the truth sets you free. And I think when people realize just how much love is behind the cross, that's what opens them up to that life-changing experience. Because um, it's not just like, that emotional prayer or, um, you know, this woe is me. I've done all these horrible things. It's like, wow, I am so loved that the God that created me that I've sinned against, even before I decided to believe and to love him, he loved me and he came and he died for me. And he's even sharing his Holy Spirit that gives me the power to walk out wholeness and freedom to do the right thing. And like that has definitely been a huge thing for me is being able to walk in wholeness because I know that I have the power of the Holy Spirit as a child of God. That's really been the an eye-opening thing about the message behind the cross. Chad? Yeah, I'm going to have a different entry point here um a few years ago i was reading this book and it gave me an angle that i just never seen before regarding the cross um one of the reasons jesus came was that he might be a mediator Mm -hmm. between us and god god the father so it says in scripture that he's experienced everything that we've experienced so that he can be that mediator. Mm-hmm. So it blew me away when I read this. But the last thing that Jesus did before he died was he accused God of forsaking him. Because mm-hmm. it says that he became sin, not just that he washed away sin. Yeah. So when he became sin at that point, it allowed him to express doubt. I know what you're going to say. He's quoting scripture. 
You already know. I was going to say, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm not even going to interject. We're good. (laughs) (laughs) I'll let you come to the truth. It's like Psalm 23 or something. Psalm 22. Psalm 22. You started off that chapter. Continue. You got this, buddy. I'm not not smart. (laughs) But um, in order for Jesus to experience everything we experience, he had to experience abandonment. Hmm. Or else the other scripture saying his experience, everything we experience wouldn't be true. So he felt abandonment at that point. And I feel like that's... Yeah. If you were to surmise mankind, the condition of mankind, everyone struggles with feeling abandoned by God to some degree. Like if you listen to believers or non-believers talk bad about God, they'll say, where is he at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's there. He is there. But it's just a feeling of being abandoned. But Christ nailed that to the cross also, mm-hmm. and that's also been conquered. Mm. Yes. I don't necessarily fully understand what that means, but I know it's true. <laughs> well, one thing that um, we were talking about salvation, talking about sin and everything, but it goes, and Amy kind of said this, the cross does much more than that. Mm-hmm. It covers healing. Mm-hmm. Because Jesus bore the stripes, mm-hmm. so we are healed. Mm-hmm. Like that's it's already happened. Yeah, it's you know it's not. Can like, you sorry? Can you specifically explain the stripes? Because some people might not know what we mean by that. Um, well, before Jesus was crucified on the cross, he was brought um, before some Roman soldiers, mm-hmm. and they had whips and they beat him, uh, and it was a punishment before. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Roman uh, times and everything where they'd give you 40 lashes. Mm -hmm. Jesus bore 39 stripes to cover all diseases, all sicknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, And with that, his blood was shed to cover those. Uh, And when you are dealing with sickness and when you're dealing with things in your body, you have to confess those things like yes i am healed because by his stripes i am healed like shad was mm-hmm. saying before we started uh recording that he wasn't you know he might be getting sick and it was like nah man you are healed in the name of jesus <laughs> so better already too <laughs> and awesome it's because you know in the devil was trying to come against me my stomach was hurting Psh, hey i'm good now jesus yeah. is like amen <laughs> clap back <laughs> but that was that that is such you know Jesus was so brutalized more than any other man has ever been. He was unrecognizable, yes. and that is such a powerful thing that God made Himself physical. He went through everything, and he he suffered the most punishment out of anybody in all time mm-hmm. for us. That's amazing. Yeah. And it, it's it just blows my mind. And I, I Sunday I was talking about this from uh, the pulpit. God wants to spend so much time with us. Like he wants to spend more time than we want to spend time with him. Um, and, you know, I, I was, you were singing, what song was that? Um, I don't want to talk about you like you're not. Oh, dove's, dove's eyes. eyes. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, we want to meet people. We want to meet famous people. We want to meet, you know, 
certain, you know, celebrities or whatever, or politicians or, you know, that sort of deal. And we would give almost anything to spend an hour, five minutes, you know, like we have comic book conventions. People pay tons of monies to go to them just to meet people. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay anything. Yeah. Hmm. God's already done it. God's already signed the bill and he wants to be with you. And that was such a, such a, it was like this longing of like, God, like I want to be with you. And all you have to do is just like, come over, mm-hmm. come on, man. Yeah. And it, it just, like, it's something that's just kept like bringing up in my head because I know I have a tendency to be like, man, I want to hang out with them. It's yeah. like, God's like, I'm right here. I'm, I created them. Yeah. You know, why wouldn't you want to hang out with the guy that created them? Mm-hmm. So that, I know that kind of went off a little bit, but God wants to hang out. No, for that's us. important. And yeah. there's a, um, one thing I want to, the reason he tried to stop me before I said anything <laughs> is because I'll go to, you know, Psalms 22, but there actually was an important thing you said. Um, yeah, Jesus, he did experience our, um, how we feel abandoned, mm. but he was never abandoned. Yeah. Because uh, actually no one has ever been abandoned by God. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he might have felt the abandonment, but that's only so he can sympathize, empathize every way. We feel abandoned. But scripture says we feel that way because of our evil thoughts and actions. We actually make ourselves enemies of God. Mm. You can see it in Adam right away. He said they hid from, he they hid they weren't abandoned. He showed up. They hid from him. And he's like, hey, where are you at? Where are you at? And they came out and they were naked. Who, who told you that? Why'd you reason an evil thought in your mind that made you abandon or separate yourself from me? Hmm. So what, what, another purpose of the cross was to kill away because sin does that. Sin gives us an evil conscience. Um, it warps us to think that God is abandoning us, but yeah. he actually never has. He didn't leave Adam and Eve then. He might have cut them out of the garden. There's symbology with that. We don't got time to get into all that. But he never even left Adam and Eve. He had relationship with them all throughout their life. And so one thing the cross did is it broke down the divide, not from God. You see, what the beautiful thing about the cross is it wasn't God didn't need anything. We needed the cross. Yeah. We needed the cross. We put Jesus on that cross. Our anger, our wrath, everything was revealed to us plainly by putting the very Son of God. You can see that through a parable. He says that he, uh, a vine, due to own, I'm going to say it real simple because I don't remember every word. The dude who owned this big old vineyard, he leased it out to people. And then he sent someone to go get him. They stoned him. Sent another person to go go collect his reward. They they killed him. He sent another. Sent another. Then he's like, I'm going to do something. I'm going to send my son. They're going to respect him. And it says they sent the, he sent his son. They say they reasoned among themselves. This is the son. Let us kill him. And then everything is ours. Hmm. And then they said, what do you think? He's like, what do you think the, the vineyard owner is going to do to the people who um, who killed his son? And everyone replied, well, he's going to come and take it from him and kill him and give it to another. And he's like, exactly. So what actually he did through the cross was that he took it momentarily from the Jews to open up the way for the Gentiles. Mm-hmm. And now the Gentiles have a way through Christ Jesus that the Jews should have been. They should have been 
the light to the world. It actually mentions they were meant to be a light to the world. And they're still blessed. They're still in covenant. We're not anti-Jerusalem here. Let me clarify that as well. We are completely in holy yeah. <laughs> for Jerusalem. Um, just to make sure that's covered. Um, but I just wanted to make sure that that's point that you're not abandoned by God. If you feel abandoned by him, that's not the truth. That's why we're given the message of reconciliation. Come renew your mind to know that God's never been against you. Mm. And so now through Jesus, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. There's no way that anyone who's in hell can say, God put me here because he had put all judgment, everything upon his son. Mm. And now no man is of excuse. Mm. And every man can look, as scripture says, look at the birds and look at the sky, look at the trees and know that there's a God. And so the message is really, it's even more defined than it was. Back then you had to hear the law to be judged. Now you hear about Jesus. And if you deny him, there's no, there's not another Jesus coming. That doesn't mean you can't accept him later, but it just means that he is the only salvation. He's the only way to the Father. There's there's no other way to the Father. There's no other way to heaven. There's no other way to ascend. There's no other anything. Christ yeah. is the mystery revealed. He is God coming and reconciling the world through one foul swoop back to himself so that he can have a people for himself. So it's a beautiful message of God has done everything. Now receive everything. He even as he prayed, he said, Lord, everything that is mine, let it be theirs. Mm -hmm. And everything that's theirs, let it be mine. So you have a God who's saying, I have everything in the world and I want to give it to them. And all their pain, tribulation, trials, all these things, I want those. I want, he wants every facet of your life. So the cross is now, the purpose of the cross was you to enter into a relationship to where you can come because the old sacrifices of the Old Testament, which by the way, if you're Gentile, you never have to follow those anyways. Side note, I'll teach on that later. Um, but the old sacrifices, it says that they never cleanse the conscience. They never could cleanse the conscience, the person's conscience of their actions. But through Christ, now we can go with a clean conscience before God, where our conscience doesn't even condemn us. Because it can't. He's taken everything on himself. There's nothing you can do, no way you can pray, nothing that can make you better except for going, wow, Jesus, you did it all. Yeah. If we can focus on this one point, which is, and there's a point, I don't want to deny the resurrection either, because it says he died for our sanctification, but he was raised for our justification. See, through our old life, the cross has killed us. And we might talk about the resurrection another time, give that a whole, because it has so, many, so much beauty, but the resurrection was for our justification. He didn't leave us dead in the ground with him. He raised us up in the same way we, he likened us to our, our, his death, where he killed us in that moment. He raised us up in a newness of life. Second Corinthians says, now behold, what all the old things have passed away, all things have been made new. Mm -hmm. So we're new creatures created in Christ Jesus. We're completely new. He didn't just kill us and now we're waiting for that final salvation, that, that golden ticket to heaven. Yeah. No, he's actually already placed heaven within us. He said, don't look here or there for heaven, but heaven is within. And he said that before he even died. So now we begin to realize that's why he said, I'm not the way to heaven. I'm the way to the father because we've always had heaven with us. Hmm. We've always had that access, but we, we, what, what happened in the garden? See, here's a beautiful thing is from the Lord. I want to tell you this right now. Access to heaven was never stopped in the garden. Hmm. Relationship with the father is what was stopped. Mm -hmm. 
Mm. Otherwise, he would have said, I'm the way to the Father and to heaven. Mm. But he wasn't. He's the way to the Father because heaven is within us. And so now we have that relationship with him. And now we have heaven. And he now says, bring heaven to earth. What's been loosed on earth, loose in heaven. What's been yeah. bound on in heaven, lo- bind on earth. Bring your homeland to the current land. We don't have to wait for abortion to be done whenever he comes and sounds the trumpet and all these things. We don't have to wait for all these injustices to be solved. He wants them solved right now. So now through, and this is going to, I'll stop because this is going to be more towards resurrection, this, the, the side of the cross where we're walking. Now we've accepted the cross now. And we go from there, but we, we can, we can truly walk as he did in complete confidence and bring, bring justice or, or, um, handle poverty or, or, or hunger because you can multiply bread, you can multiply fish and the church hasn't really been seen in that. And if you're even thinking right now, I haven't seen that that much. I'll tell you this, then show us up, you know, (laughs) then show us up, do better, go to him yourself, get the inside scoop yourself. And then do better than us. I challenge you. Don't just say, if they're not doing it, no. I'm telling you these wonderful things. And if you even believe a little bit, go ahead and outdo us. Outshine us completely. Because then you'll spark everyone around you to begin to act like you. I guarantee you. One thing, um, I can't remember the scripture. I don't have my phone and all of that. But I was reading the other night and God's been dealing with faith um, on me. But Jesus birthed faith in us mm-hmm. and he is perfecting faith mm-hmm. from there often finisher because we as humans we see what's in front of us mm-hmm. and that's how we judge things that's the flesh but for us to follow Jesus we have to have faith and through Jesus because we're created as a new thing mm-hmm. a new creature is faith and faith is such a huge part of this that is is going to be a whole another whole another thing and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you were talking about he was here to reveal the Father. Um, Bill Johnson, Chris Valentin have been really hammering home recently that the the children, a person's children, are they show what the parents are like. Mm-hmm. It's how how you, the children act is how the parents act because mm-hmm. the children learn from their parents. That's where they get all of that from. Mm-hmm. So when we see Jesus, he's doing what the Father tells him. He's mm-hmm. you know saying that and doing that. Yep. But Jesus also had a will because yep. if you look at the Garden of Gethsemane and my dad was talking about I'm, was it Sunday? Didn't he talk about that, or was that somebody else? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not sure. We listened to so much, but he was he, not my will, but mm-hmm. your will be done. Yeah, it Je- was your dad. Yeah. Jesus has had to put his will aside. Yep, because he had a will. Because he's mm-hmm. a he was a human. Yes, he was a man. He put it aside to follow God's will. Yes, and. Following God's will opened up so many things for us. Mm-hmm. And that's the disciples asked Jesus how to pray. That was the thing that they wanted to be taught. Mm-hmm. And that prayer right there shows us so many things that we need to be able to do. We need to get out of our, out of our will 
and into God's will. And I'm talking to myself here because, you know, there's been times where I'm just like, I'm going to do this. I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I know we joked about you going to <laughs> your concert Tuesday. Oh, yeah. And I uh-huh. said, what if God told you to come here? <laughs> and you're like, well, he'd have to speak pretty loud. He'd <laughs> have to speak really loud for me to not go tomorrow. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest with that. <laughs> you know, it, it's a, it's joking, but yeah, we need to get out of the way for God to move, mm-hmm. you know, and I know God's been dealing with you about dreaming bigger dreams. And I know that's all of it comes from the cross because if we didn't have that connection, we weren't because before Jesus, you know, that we were friends with God, you know, that was the highest, mm-hmm. highest yeah, that we really, we really got as humans. That's but a good point. But now we're children mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. Being a friend, like, you know, I'll do a lot for my friends, but, you know, if I had a child, I would go even further. You know, I would lay down my (laughs) life for that kid. Come on. And that's what God has done for us. Mm -hmm. He's done that. He's taken care of it. He's put everything into place. And we just have to be like, yes, give it to me. Give me my inheritance. Yes. Um, Just jumping in there. Um, if Jesus was God's only son and he was willing to sacrifice him, then there's nothing he'll hold back from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe that's Romans. Yep. If God has um, given us his own son, how will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Hmm. So it's awesome having scripture because it can give you so much confidence mm-hmm. when you're praying. Yeah, because it's easy to, it can be easy to get bogged down in unbelief mm-hmm. if you're not rooted in the Word of God. Yeah. But if it says plainly in Scripture that if I sacrifice my son, what would I hold back from you? That's that's my everything. That's my only son. On. This is what I've got, mm-hmm. and I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason we should expect what we're asking for to not happen. Mm. Yeah. The only the only time we don't get what we pray for is because God knows we're not ready for it. That's it. Yeah, we're playing that's it. selfishly, yep. Yeah. That goes into something that I want to talk later on. <laughs> um it's Psalms, I can't remember exactly where, like hope deferred makes the heart sick, mm-hmm. but hope realizes uh the tree of life. Yes. Uh-huh. I can't get into it today because it is a whole other video. But but the tree of life is such a big topic. Yeah. Um, and uh, I can't I can't get into it, but it's so good. You'll have to maybe watch Wednesday. I might put something out on that. But Jesus, he's so good. You got something. Um, <laughs> I know I just kind of like, like I tease everybody I'm like alright let's pass on so next week I'm just kidding <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just sitting here like glancing at um, my bible um, I think one thing that um, I mean whenever we're talking about the cross it's like there's so many like worldly perspectives and then even like kind of misconceptions about the cross, even within the church. 
Um, and I know one thing that, um, that I heard growing up and that, you know, I just, that's what I thought it was, (laughs) um, was that because Jesus was God, it was like all of the things that he did when he was here on earth and even being able to die and take away our sins, it's because he was God and it was like this foretaste of heaven. But I mean, he, he taught his disciples how to do these things. And I mean, he came and he came in human form in order to relate to us in a way that we would understand. Um, but also to be that sacrifice for us. And um, I was just looking at, um, this is John 8. Um, there were people that were asking Jesus, um, who are you? And he replied, um, the one I have always claimed to be, I have much to say about you and much to condemn, but I won't. For I say only what I have heard from the one who sent me, the Father, and he is completely truthful. But they still didn't understand what he was talking he was talking about his father. So Jesus said, "When you have lifted up the son of man on the cross, then you will understand I am he. I do nothing on my own, but say only what the Father taught me." The one who sent me is with me. He has not deserted me, for I always do what pleases him. Then many who heard him say these things believed him. It was... He only did what the Father instructed him to do. He came and he took on the limitations of humanity. He showed us how to live as believers and in making that sacrifice for us was showing the ultimate love that nobody else will ever show us. Um, and I feel like now is definitely the time to invite people to experience that freedom of what the cross represents. Okay. Um, just, it doesn't matter where you're at. You can be literally listening to this like in chilies. Uh, <laughs> Baby back Welcome to Chili's. Um, it doesn't matter because God wants to meet you right now. Yeah. So repeat just simple. Lord, I want to know you as my Lord and my Savior. I want to give my life completely to you. I don't want to hold on to anything I don't want to hold on to sin or fear of the unknown. Lord, renew me in you. Mm-hmm. I want to know you. I want to have a relationship with you. Thank you, Jesus, for the sacrifice. Amen. Amen. That's all you got to do. And you can do it even simpler than that. <laughs> like, Jesus, I want to know you. Boom. Um, you were talking about um this is something we'll we'll wrap the episode um about well Jesus could do those things cuz he was the son of god he literally said 
you will do greater things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than I have done. Yeah. And just to put that in perspective, I think it was John. It might have been Paul. It might have been Peter. I don't know. It was John that said that mm-hmm. you couldn't fill it, fit it in mm-hmm. all the books. Yeah, the it was John. He, yeah, he said at the end of John, he said, "I write these few things to you so that you believe um, in the testimony that we bring." But if I were to think that would all the scrolls in the world could not fill all that he did, mm-hmm. that's just in three and a half years. Yeah. So he has more than the scrolls of the world can fill to do in our lives. Yeah. And he wants, and we are supposed to do greater than him. Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> just, that blows my mind. If we're going to have this conversation, I want to say that there is a large group of people who believe doing greater than Jesus is this being able to produce media that can be seen all over the world. Mm-hmm. No, it's I, not. No. I promise you, <laughs> wow. this is not greater than what Jesus did no. on earth yeah. a thousand years ago. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. And it starts with love. Mm-hmm. It 100% yeah. starts to. with love. And it, once you know, Jesus, you know, that love is the ultimate thing. Yeah. Is the ultimate thing. Well, there you go. There's the episode. I know there's there's still we could probably go for two more hours on yeah. the power of the cross, but um, I think yeah. it kind of breaks down into like subsections from like the resurrection yeah. to oh, it does. you know all of these awesome things, and we're gonna keep talking about them because getting a a, a foundation. It's like yeah. building a house. Mm-hmm. A found, the foundation is the first thing you got to pour, yes. but you got to make sure everything's level. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you start pouring the foundation mm-hmm. and you have to let it sit. Yeah. So we pour in the foundation right now and we're all, we want, we want your questions. If you've got questions, you didn't understand something. Come, mm-hmm. come, come ask. Messages. Yes. Message, email. And if we don't know, we're going to dive into the word mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. find it out. We're not going to be like, Hmm. Let me well, make this up. <laughs> well, you know, there's a kangaroo. Now, you know, we're not going to do any of that kind of stuff. We're going to search in the word to give you what God says. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any prayer requests, we, we want to partner and intercede with everybody. So definitely, definitely reach out to us on all of that. You can message us on Facebook, Instagram, or you can email us at show at gmail.com. So there you go. I want to... Pray, uh, we pray for people to receive Christ, but I want to pray for those people who have received Christ who okay. are, um, what we said was kind of like out there for you. You know, you've lived the, the Christian life, you've known Jesus, you've probably, you know, give him a fist bump or two. Um, but you didn't really have, you didn't know that was available, mm-hmm. the ready connection, the intimacy, or you didn't really know the reason for the cross. You were thinking just like me. You're like, okay, I mean, it, it sounds good and everyone around me believes it. So I'm going to believe it. And now this is all sounding kind of new to you. There's a God who actually loves me. So I'm just going to pray. So, Father, I thank you that you reveal yourself, that it's not up to them to, you know, they can search and they diligently seek you and you're a rewarder of those who diligently seek you. But you reveal yourself because you said it's the glory of God to hide, but it's the glory of the king to search it out. So I thank you, Father, for just revealing yourself, making yourself known as they read the scripture, that you would brighten things to them and give them wisdom and knowledge and revelation, the intimacy and the image of Christ. I thank you for that. And I bless them in your name, Jesus. Oh, 
And it's also, it's not wasted time. I don't care how many years you've been saved. Mm -hmm. There's no wasted time. He's the redeemer and the restorer of time. And what what you think you've wasted for 20 years, he can restore in two weeks. I guarantee you. Amen. 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 Again, follow us, like us, share us. That's the big thing, sharing. Mm -hmm. Sharing Mm -hmm. is caring. Jesus shared love. Yes. You can share this video. <laughs> let us know if you prayed one of the prayers with us yeah, tonight. Us We'd love to hear your testimony. Yes, we would. Uh, you can check out all the links down below. This has been Zach. Amy. Shad. And Judah. Have a blessed week. Good night.